make moves. Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a cow there. This is <laughs> shout out to Newberg Brewing Company. Cream ale. There's literally a cow in the front. You know what I'm saying? The current, the current wave, hip hop wave now. <laughs> We're all on that cow life. Holler. <laughs> Uh, what's good, people? What's good, people? It's Reg. It's Stone, and we're we're sipping beer <laughs> and talking music while we're, while we're talking. <laughs> you caught me a sip. Da, da, da. You caught me a sip. Caught you in the zip. Um, yeah, man. So, um, it's been a very interesting week as far as music is concerned. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we'll start off on a on a on an unfortunate negative note. You know, yeah. rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace. Uh, one of the big OGs out there. Um. Just a trailblazer. And then me and someone were discussing before where, thankfully, so there's been a lot of pieces about her. Um, and the thing that's interesting about Aretha is that even those pieces, how it's been kind of just been played on repeat for the past like week or so, there's even things they haven't really covered. Yeah. So for Aretha Franklin, I think where we kind of sleep on is the fact of, holy shit, she was like performing her ass off and a vital artist for decades. In a yeah. place where you could become washed... In 2018, yeah. you get watched like you know three years. It's like yeah. oh shit, I'm 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 one of the oldens. Yeah, she was somebody where in the 60s and to the 70s and drastically different 80s, where it's all basically electronic music, a lot of production. She was still coming out with fucking hits. Yeah, yeah. So and then on top of that, she was somebody where you know she was able to make that transition smooth. It wasn't like oh Aretha, Aretha Franklin's out here kind of selling out. She's yeah. showing up there dressed in the moo costume. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She did it organically, where she was always Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Like, there was never, even though she went through her phases, there was never an Aretha Franklin, you know, yeah. I'm doing doing punk music. I'm doing fucking rebel R&B. Yeah. It was, she, she was just always kind of say to Aretha during all those transitions. Yeah. So, you know, props to that. It's a great one. A lot of people now, you know, like, doing compare and contrast, where unfortunately how Madonna got out of flag for kind of praising her, it's interesting because something like Madonna... Her key to longevity was kind of completely changing her style continuously. Yeah. Aretha was able to pull that by being a bad bitch yeah. all those fucking years. Yeah. So props to her. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. And, and it's crazy too, just uh, you know, I was looking at kind of her discography and like, you know, she had like <laughs> Freeway of Love in nineteen eighty five. Yeah. Which is kind of like, you know, it's crazy and it sounds like this eighties song. And it sounds like one of those like kind of like you know um, I forgot I forgot the name of it, but it's just like it's Aretha song. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's her song. Yeah, like she's made it hers. Yeah. You know? and it's kind of crazy to kind of see that. You don't see a lot of that. Um, so no, she's an icon and and she's a rock star too. Yeah, I mean you know, like like like, and I think a few people have kind of bubbled this up, uh, but you know she she needs to be in the rock star hall of fame. Absolutely, she's somebody know? where. With the greats, like if you're, she should be up there. I mean, not to say you're Kurt Cobain's per se, because that's probably something relatively new. But the the rock gods that the baby boomers love, yeah, they're like you know, they're Led Zeppelins, they're Cream, they're you know Beatles. She's somebody up there where she made motherfucking hard hitting tracks. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Like those tracks were punches in the face, and it's something where while keeping like her R&B sensibility, so it's something where I felt like even though we've been turning out, we kind of all remember her, her for a divaness. She's somebody where she could fuck with, like, you know, the Rolling Stones easily. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Rolling definitely. Stones know that, too. The Rolling Stones be on something like, yeah, <laughs> we were playing, you know, 1973, the Fillmore, and she just blew her asses <laughs> off the stage type shit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And, and, it's, and it's crazy, too, because, like, yeah, I mean, when you think of Aretha Franklin, everybody's like, R&B. I'm like, but no, she was in everything. She was yeah. doing gospel. 
So she was doing everything. Yeah, no. <laughs> and and it's it's something where people across the board were like it, it was even when you see like you know how that is a postmortem, it's like, oh here are all these tweets across the spectrum. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, just you know, R and B cats, oh, just pop people. Yeah. It was just rock cats, this yeah. and that. It's 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 it was great. So yeah. you know, props to her, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean I'm I'm so blessed that I got to see got to see her live. Oh wow. Uh like in not full concert, but she was doing a tribute show at Radio City. And you you could tell she was sick. Yeah. You could tell, uh, and then you know, you could just tell like she was not herself when she walked up on stage. But like once the lights turned on, boom! Ooh, nice, <laughs> <laughs> pull out that. <laughs> you know, and it's just like again, you know, like you have these cats who are like these rappers who are like, oh, I got like a cough. I'm gonna cancel my next three shows. <laughs> <laughs> this trouble testing. Uh, uh. <laughs> you know, Aretha gave no fucks. She she went out there and like sang her ass off and gave that show. And I'm just like, my god, <laughs> awesome, awesome. You know, so uh, yeah, no props, props to the, yeah, to, prop, the props, to the to the god. Props to one of the rarities, a real one. Yep, yeah. Yep. And then I guess on to modern diva news. You know, <laughs> somebody's been having a certain meltdown on basically the internet, her radio show, and then um, basically Nicki Minaj has been kind of, you know, she came in as number two. Which is respectable. This is the age of streaming. That's, and that's part of the issues I don't understand. It's not like these are actual album sales anymore, guys. These are yes. just basic virtual streaming. Um, because of that, she's been very angry and accusing, you know, of conspiracy theories of how, you know, Travis Scott was out there pipping him and his Kardashian girlfriend and his baby. And he was selling merch to sell records and yada, yada, and yada, yada, and calling them all types of names and whoop, 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 and this and that. And... It's just, it's just a lot of insanity for something that seems really fucking petty. You're still rich. You still have streams. It's something where I don't really get the one-sided beef. I, I don't get it either. And it's not like she sold zero albums. Yeah, she sold a shitload. Like, it's, yeah. not, like it's not like you came out there and nobody cared. Yeah. yeah and then and, and Fefe, one of my favorite songs in recent memory, <laughs> Fifi, did, did well. Like, it was something where it was like a top 10 song. Yeah. Like, like, so it's not like she's out there flopping and going wood. She's actually selling records. She's not selling records as the next man. But not to be funny, at this stage in her career... It's a little different. Like, you know, it's, it's not like Eminem is selling the same records he was selling yeah. 10 years ago either. Nobody yeah. is. Nobody is. Yeah. Nobody is. And and yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, it's one of those things where it's just, you know, I think there's there's certain artists that, that have kind of realized what their place is, you know, and, and maybe, you know, so certain artists are kind of like, oh, I'm just going to, like, you know, say put out a seven track EP or a nine track EP like Jay-Z and just like, you know, I'll just like lay in the cut. It's yeah. not going to be the most popular, like, you know, streams like album of summer, but I just want to, you know, continue the creative process and mentor people and things like that. Like, like that's, he's found this place. I think Nikki's still trying to chase this kind of like, you know, like this pop star, uh, you know, dream that she had say you know five ten years ago Thanos gauntlet yeah <laughs> should have collect all the rings you know, know and it's just you know unfortunately it's just it's it's you know things have changed like the times have changed um there's 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 way more you know not even like musical distractions we've talked about this there's so many other distractions there's so many other things and it's just like yeah if you're like it, unless you're like really capturing the zeitgeist 
Like it's hard. It's really, really hard to to, to put out an album in twenty eighteen yeah. on that level. Yeah, and even it's really hard. Yeah, and even something like Drake. Like let's not forget about Drake again. That was still going to be a very popular album, a very well streamed album. But it was a lot of it wasn't going viral. Like a lot of those, it's not like Drake did it. Like, like yeah. a, lot, a lot of that was serendipity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So it's not like it's something where she's just kind of falling behind just because. It's effective for anybody else. It's just like, like you said, you have to find your space, and it's not necessarily about album sales. There's people who are not selling crazy albums, but are selling out stadiums. Yeah. You know, when she sends like all her weird beef she's been having, you know, her little Nicki Minions go out there and attack unmasked. She's got a huge fan base. And, and extremely popular. So I, I think there's a place where you kind of have to be happy with that. I think the idea of, of record sales obviously is a barometer. People will dump your ass if you aren't selling records. But I think at her space, she needs to just kind of enjoy being, you know, making music and being Nicki Minaj. I'd be happy being Nicki yeah, Minaj. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's crazy too because um, the way that she kind of went out after Travis Scott and kind of saying, oh, well, you attach album sales to your merch. Um, you know, you should like be ashamed of yourself or whatever. Um, and which is like one of like the biggest loopholes in the music oh, industry. Yeah. You know, Prince did it. <laughs> you know, like like there's so many like this is not like a new thing. Yeah, and and it, and it, and, and, and and like we we had to pop like like who's buying a Travis Scott merch and not listening to the album? Like it kind of goes hand in hand. Which is one of her 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 kind of like uh, her thing saying like oh there might be people who bought the merch but never actually like use the download code and this shouldn't count unless you actually use the code which is like I mean I understand where she's coming from I, I don't I don't know anybody but... who's looking for Travis Scott underwear <laughs> but doesn't fuck with Travis Scott's music. <laughs> I just can't imagine that demographic. I would love to meet that demographic. That's an awesome ass demographic. You know what I'm saying? Travis Scott socks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, like, did, I mean, you know, does she have like a, a spreadsheet of like <laughs> merch sales versus album downloads <laughs> that she's looking at? <laughs> she's like, she's like Brad S in Wyoming. <laughs> Bought a Travis <laughs> Travis Scott jacket, but did not download the album. And she's going to probably obviously. like dox him on Twitter. <laughs> I see you, Brad. <laughs> Ten forty-five Main Street. And so how you going to go out there, Casper, Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is tough. Like, come on, anybody, anybody would kill for that career. And I think it's. I think the bigger issue here is, and and I, and I see. I think it's something where. As a woman, she doesn't get the respect she deserves to get respect. Like I said, yeah. one of the saddest things I thought was when she went to Funk Master Flex, and Funk Master Flex was like, "I didn't believe you rapped until I think it was something crazy, like 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 two years ago or some shit." Like he said, he's like, "Yeah, I believed all the cool writing shit until whoop whoop," and I was like, "What?" And I was yeah. like, "You're fucking, you're nuts." Yeah. Oh, actually, it was um, it was um, dreams. Oh, word. that's and I'm like, how do you not believe she's been in, like you're nuts? So I get the disrespect. I, it is it's kind of sad to hear somebody where going back to your point about Jay Z. Jay Z's kind of he's the god MC. He's even though Jay Z's not selling the way he used to sell, he's got he's in the pantheon. He and he makes sure you know he's in the pantheon. He's out yeah. there, you know, throwing lightnings periodically, but he's there. It's just weird to kind of have somebody in Nicki Minaj's stature kind of having a Azalea Banks moment for the past like you know during this album cycle for no real reason. Yeah, I mean, again, like if you if you went brick, right? If you went like if you sold ten thousand, yeah, right, yeah, you get mad, get mad at your label, get mad at, like spy, like whatever, but. You know, she's so close to two hundred thousand. Yeah, which you is know, not bad. It's like not bad. Yeah, it's I, not bad. I mean, twenty eighteen is not bad at all. Yeah, so I don't see what the big and like enough to be calling people out and cursing. It's like, come on, I get, I, and I get being, I get being disappointed. 
it's just the antagonism behind it that seems yeah, extra and beneath it, her it's, where it's, it's something where she should be like even going back to something like Cardi B Cardi B is somebody where you know during her very short career and I hate doing the whole comparison but it kind of shows you two things where you expect this behavior more from Cardi B to be all like Twitter arguing yada 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 but all Cardi B does is give vague things about the haters and keeps it popping I mean I wouldn't even <laughs> expect this from Cardi B because Cardi B is having the time of her life yeah. right now <laughs> and then so should Nikki. Nikki, she's single you know what I'm saying go out there live your life like, like why is it that big of a deal Cardi B is just like you know two years ago Cardi B was still you know she was still stripping she was yeah. still like you know like Cardi, like yeah but she's a, she's learned how to appreciate life yeah she learned and I feel like I wish the same for for Nikki or for anybody. Like like these things are just so petty in, in terms of like the 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 grand scheme of things. You know, like like you know, you're not losing money. Hopefully, like you're not like you know, like like if if you lost by twenty thousand sales or whatever. Okay, great. Who is like like it's it's like you're not. I mean, Travis Scott has a different demographic. He probably has like a younger demographic. He has you know like a demographic that's probably like. You know, like post Malone, yeah. you know, like he crosses over like many more different demographics. And I understand, like, you know, the music industry is sexist, and Nicki Minaj is still kind of fighting for her due and fighting for her, you know, like, like she needs to be in the pantheon. And but I, I think this is not a way of going about that, this yeah, no way of, of saying, like, hey, like, I am, I, I, I deserve respect, you know, and I think like somebody like. Um, you know, like like a Jay Z, Beyonce, like like they're they're kind of like we deserve respect, like and they've earned the respect, but like you have to earn it. You can't just say I deserve it and not not you know not like put the work in, yeah, <laughs> to get that respect. And I feel like she's not putting in the work. She's looking for like you know shortcuts and things like that. So. Yeah, and it, and then the thing of just being like you know you have to own it. You have to act as if. I, I think if she just was there and was like, look, I know I'm still the best MC out there. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And kept it popping. Yeah. It'd be cool. Hopping on a couple of, hopping on Migos remix here and there. The show that she was still fucking the hot shit. I think to kind of go on there on a radio station, I mean, a radio, well, actually radio station basically because it's that, that or her radio show on um, Apple to go on to like, you know, have these word thing where apparently in the MTV Awards you're going to separate her and Travis Scott and all this. It's, you shouldn't be TMZing all yeah. this shit and it's just kind of embarrassing like, like my, my fear as an artist would be to show up on TMZ like I would just have <laughs> a, a alert on my phone for a TMZ shit that's all <laughs> that's all and, and I would just look at it with dread <laughs> but you know you also find like uh, all like you know those third two art third tier artists they have their publicists text TMZ yeah <laughs> sure on something like I'll which, be <laughs> I'll is, be at the club please have a paparazzi yeah, like, please which is, I don't know which is worse <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the club maybe with Leonardo DiCaprio please please send someone please please, <laughs> please. <laughs> but yeah no 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 and, 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 and I think he goes into like you know a, a bigger discussion because you know so this all came to a head with MTV's biggest nights their, 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 you know, their, their video <laughs> award ceremony where, uh, you know, their lowest rated <laughs> basically ever. And, and it's something where I think kind of begs to going back to the whole idea of the demographics and everything else. It's not that it's not we're not in that same era back in the days of where, you know, the rock star and the rap star, this and that. And, you know, it's you show up and it's, it's a billion screaming people and that. It's not. That's not. That's not the way life is in 2018. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's kind of interesting too. Because, well, number one, I don't have cable, so I forgot I was. I was, I was actually on. I was like, <laughs> oh, that happened last night. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like MTV is, has not been the barometer of like what's been cool for the past like 15 years. Yeah. So like this shouldn't be surprising to people. You know, I guess they put out like some type of pre-press release or something saying like, we're going to focus on social media impact, not TV ratings, multi-channel. But, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. It's, it's what impact? <laughs> so they're already trying to like, you know, they're already like maybe a day before trying to, you know, uh, they already predicted that this was going to happen. They're trying to like do some damage control. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you. Like, I, I, I glanced through some of the winners. Uh, Camilla Carbello is, like, apparently, like, the new hotness. Yeah, she's which, been to Havana, which is interesting, actually. That which, song, you know. Yeah, that song was kind of, her whole career was flopping. And then that song came out, did nothing, and all of a sudden, boom. It was uh, a, you know, one of the biggest songs of last year. Telling, telling America, like, all you have to do is shit on black women. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and you will go far in this world. Fwam, fwam, fwam. <laughs> a little, a little racist. Just a little racist. Just a tiny bit racist. Just a tiny bit, tiny bit. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I yeah, I, it, it's it's kind of interesting, you know, and, and it's weird too because I don't feel like there's not pop stars, you know, like I, I feel like you do have your Cardi B's, you do have your Jay Z's and Beyonce's, and you do have like you know, um, like you know, they, you still have like you know, your Drakes and things like that. Like, even, like, you know, you still have, like, artists who are, so that can command, like, we were talking about, command respect. Yeah. Command attention. Um, but, yeah, it just, it doesn't seem like artists, you know, like, nobody needs MTV anymore. You like, know. There's so many other ways to get your content out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I think the idea of even a rock star is dated where, like, you know, you, you definitely have your rappers, you know, you have your little Uzi Vert, your Playboy Cardis, you know, everybody's came to be rock stars and definitely then trust me to live in their lifestyle, <laughs> as you can tell by their rap sheets and their overdoses. <laughs> but um, on the flip side, I think the idea of where, going back to your point about the, the, the zeitgeist, there's no way, like, not to be funny, like the rock stars now are like, you know, Fortnite is a rock star. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Fortnite Good is point. a huge rock star. Good you know point. what I'm saying? It's 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 shit like fucking Black Panther is a rock star. Is a rock star. You're not gonna capture the whole cultural zeitgeist as you could have years ago. Yeah. And so the idea is you're fighting for everything. And it, and the thing is, it's people we know, like we know your Post Malones, but you know your Post Malones basically half the time because he's basically a cartoon character, and for having like these you know these these all right halfway decent pop songs. Yeah. Like the idea of where you're gonna have this Michael Jackson. This Kurt Cobain, this Guns N' Roses, this Madonna, you know, you're not gonna have that. Yeah. I mean, obviously in hip hop, you always have these great MCs. I think hip hop is because it's a certain kind of space where, just because it's the music of the youth, you'll always have a space. Yeah. Like I remember, like even today, I was arguing with somebody over Extentacion again, once again, on some like, yo, man, he's he changed, he went 316, yada yada yada. There's that that there's that that um that relates to the youth where hip-hop will always have a niche and always kind of have these weird, very popular rappers. Yeah. But even then, that going back to Nicki Minaj is very, very quick. Yeah. Like, you know, it's something where, you know, even something like Young Thug, who I think, sadly enough, you know, you have Lil Wayne was definitely the blueprint. But right there was Young Thug. Young Thug is simply the blueprint for everybody after him. Like, you know, as far as your Uzi Vert and yeah. so-and-so. And his album came out last week, even though it was a compilation, and it was like, meh, nobody really cared. I mean, <laughs> you have to you have to do so much work, and I mean, you literally have to like 
you know, like we, when I'm looking at like all the things that have like captured the zeitgeist, you have like this is America where you have to like make the craziest fucking video. Yeah. For the past five years. Crazy video. Saturday Night Live. You know, yeah. Have a tit TV show. Like, winning awards. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, like ape shit. You have to take over the Louvre. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, like there's all these things now that you have to do to command attention. Yeah. You know, like, just for, like, a fraction of a second. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's all you get. The Carters, yeah. one of the best albums I heard. Probably the best. I'll say this for the summer. The Carters is between the Carters, Drake, and Travis. Yeah. And Carters get the edge. Yeah. But who's playing the Carters now? It's, it's already forgotten. It's already forgotten. Yeah. It's already, there's some solid songs on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's already forgotten. And it's hard. And, and and I think it's the idea of where I think artists in general have to get used to the idea of where you're not you're not going to be Axl Rose. It's not going to happen no. in 2018. On a smaller scale. No, I mean. You know, you, know, you may not be dating the international model, but you'll yeah. definitely be dating, you know, the hottest Instagram follower of you know, 20K yeah. likes, you know, you may not be flying around in the, the private jet to like fucking, you know, Zimbabwe to go shoot a fucking multi-million dollar video, but you might be able to fly, you know, first class to shoot a nice video yeah. in New York. You know, it's something where it'll scale. And I think the idea of, I think it's good. I think the flattening of everything is a great thing to happen. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> while this is happening, that's not to say there's not money in the music industry. <laughs> There's the most money in the music industry than there's ever been. Of course. Which is kind of the fucked up thing about it. It's just, it's not really getting spread out the way it should. But I think the idea of a rock star and a pop star, like, being dead is not a bad thing. I think it's kind of good. No, I mean, and I think, like, you know, the the archetype of a pop star or rock star in 2018 is logic. Yes. Logic like if I say logic <laughs> in a room like people my age are like who? <laughs> but I mean he's making 30, 40 million dollars. I mean yeah. he's making like a decent living. You know, he is he's not Drake level. He's not, you know, your mama doesn't know about him. And when he but your, your little sister does, yeah. your little brother does. And sadly enough, logic is probably making more money than a lot of the rock stars of the past, even yeah. if he scales yeah. for yeah. Like logic is someone he declares just by his little weird niche, kinda independent, kinda not, kinda yeah, doing it yourself. I mean, you know, it's just like, yeah. you know, if you're like, you know, in the suburbs and you're like you know, you know, you like hip hop, but like even Drake might be too. <laughs> a little too hood for me. Too hood. He uses the N word a little too much. <laughs> yeah, like you, ha- you have logic. Yes. You know, you have like you know that that kind of uh, you know like he he has his niche and he's making millions of dollars in that niche. And you know, I'm not saying that he's you know like I'm sure he has like larger aspirations. I'm sure he wants to be you know on that Drake level, yeah. but like he could continue to milk these fans these super fans you know at least for the next few years yeah um and and make and make paper you know and i think that's kind of like where i see you know um like uh you know superstardom going in the next few years that's not going to help out M- mtv because <laughs> mtv needs these like large global mass market names because you know, they're the Walmart of music, yeah, basically. They, it's eyeballs. <laughs> if they, they want high wattage names yeah. to get eyeballs on their streams, their channels, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. You really can't do that necessarily yeah. with Logic. Yeah. So, you know, like, it, it sucks for the for, for them, and uh, you're seeing it now. I mean, 
like like even I think you know when I look at the social media impact, I would say stuff like the BET Awards has a better social media impact. Oh yeah, by know? large margin. <laughs> and, and sadly enough, the BET Awards are horrible even now. Oh, they're terrible. But at least things happen there. Like, like it's it's sad where the biggest thing that happened at MTV Awards was Madonna. And then, and then even then, that's like, eh, like I remember back in the days, it's going to be crazy beasts and these spectacular performances and yada, yada, yada. Nothing popped up but, in my feet that anybody cared about except for that. And that's I mean, minor. I mean, what? I mean, but also, too, it's like, like, what else can you do? <laughs> <laughs> True. I remember, like, Madonna kissing Britney Spears. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, no. You know, and, and now it's just kind of like, okay, like that, that shit will happen. And people will be like, and yeah, no, and I'm watching the MTV Music Awards in like one tab and like Pornhub or something in the other, yeah. You know? no, it's the, like, the, this, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, it, 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 I, I, I'm not jealous, I, I'm not, I like, I'm not envious of any like quote unquote superstar. Like, you gotta set the bar so high, yeah, man. It's something <laughs> and it's and it's rough, and and but I, like I said, I think at the same time, going back to your whole idea where the future is logic. But it's a good future to be in. It's logic chills. Logic doesn't have to stress. You know, I'm, I'm sure he had a little bit, you know, he's got a little paparazzi. Like, he doesn't have the 80,000 paparazzis no. out there like Leonardo DiCaprio. He, but, you know, logic is somebody where he can come out here, chill in the bar, you know, holler and, Look, and hop in his Maserati and, and go into the night. Chill. Logic can probably walk in his room. I probably wouldn't recognize who yeah. he is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, yeah, that's a benefit. I yeah. mean, you don't like you at like you want to be under the radar. Yeah, like there's so many like there is a TMZ like around the corner. There is like social media trying to catch you like doing some some ill shit. Like you don't want to be in the radar. Exactly, <laughs> and then somebody like let's say like a future a future is not showing up for like I don't, I don't think it was an award yesterday. Like he's not somebody who's got necessarily a high profile. But he definitely sure gets his little invites. I'll see him doing red carpet shit, and he gets paid. Taping with two chains. Like it's something where I think as we kind of reevaluate the idea of being a celebrity in relation to music and all these other things, I, I, I think just being happy to have a career and and being rich off art. Yeah, just just be fucking happy, man. Just just be happy. Yeah, man. Just be happy. Yeah. Uh, so I do want to talk about one artist who popped up. Uh, speaking of superstars. Mm-hmm. And seems very happy. Janet Jackson. Oh, absolutely. Janet Jackson. Like, I am so happy to see Janet Jackson back. Because <laughs> America fucked her over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and what's and, crazy about Janet is the fact that she was actually, because, all right, don't get me wrong, Rhythm Nation is a spectacular, oh, spectacular album. But it was crazy to see her. She was transitioning into this crazy, awesomely interesting artist. Yeah. And then Womp Womp Womp. Yeah. Yeah, no, so uh, so Janet Jackson actually dropped this uh, song called Made For Now with Daddy Yankee. Um, you know, I'm not going to say the song is great. Um, it's definitely trying to, like, jump on this Afrobeat trend, which I'm not mad at. Like, more Afrobeat in your life. More life. More life. <laughs> <laughs> Drink um, them. <laughs> you know, but, like, the fact that she's out, the, you know, she was... In my neighborhood in Harlem, brother didn't get the memo. Uh, you know, like she rode the subway up to Harlem. Like, oh, like she did this whole thing you had a chance? I could go out there and be like, Janet, I've been masturbating <laughs> <laughs> to your video since 1989. <laughs> <laughs> the Rolling Stone. <laughs> the Rolling Stone was on my cover. Was on, actually that was, that was I mean, literally 
it's yeah that uh, that that anytime any place video yeah man moments in creepy reggie history <laughs> was a rolling song cover of her what was the dude she was dating married to you have the hands on the breasts that was on my poster <laughs> that was on my wall in my college when i was in college <laughs> ah the memories ah the memories uh, me but, you and cocoa uh, butter but yes yeah, <laughs> well, sorry sorry i can't even look at you the same way <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. But anyway, so anyway, no, so um, so yeah, so it, it, it's uh, I guess she has a new project coming out. She's like doing, she's touring again. Um, her track, like the Made for You track, is actually doing very well. It's climbing the charts, and I think it's just like it's it's really cool to kind of see, like you know, we're, like, we're talking about like, Nicki Minaj and kind of how she's going through some things, um, and Janet has gone through some. She disappeared, and also too, like you know. Even though Janet has been around for the longest time, she's number one, always been in the shadow of her brother, and number two, she's always been kind of considered like a manufactured pop artist. And, yeah, you know, um, and she never, and you know, I think the whole like Justin Timberlake thing uh, after that, like she just was wiped away from the public consciousness, and she never really got her due as an artist as a musician as a creative person as you know she was doing you know like madonna and michael jackson reinventing themselves like she was doing the same thing yeah and and <laughs> and, and in an interesting way she was somebody where like you know that whole alternative boho wave she was doing it in like you know 95 96 yeah with velvet rope yeah, yeah. And, it, and so it's something where it's kind of interesting to see somebody where she's 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 had her finger on the pulse and the thing is sadly enough like if the whole like she's probably ground zero for like if I Janet Jackson, there would be no Aaliyah. Yeah. You know, if I oh, yeah. Janet Jackson, there would be no Ciara. Yeah. Like she's she yeah. really fathered a whole lineage of R and B singers that we listen to today. With like arguably like a boot up would not exist without Janet Jackson. Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So it's something where it's nice to have going back to the Aretha Franklin where she was always been kinda of omnipresent all these years, that like it has been this weird kind of thing where it feels like a lot of our eighties and nineties artists kinda of disappeared. Yeah, and it, so it's kind of cool to have an elder come back. And I, I don't mean elder like in a negative context, but I mean somebody who's like, oh, this is like an OG. This is a fucking legend. Yeah. So it's cool to have a legend come back, and it's cool to have more black legends out there. Yeah. Because it feels that you know, unfortunately, the way everything is kind of structured, it's purposely made to kind of push them out of the way. Yeah. 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 There would be no Beyonce without Dan Jackson. No, absolutely. No, like, like that yeah. the archetype of like pop slash R and B slash dancer slash choreography, like. Like that's all Janet. Yeah, that's all Rhythm Nation. Yeah, that's all. Oh, oh, yeah, all Rhythm Dude, Nation. Uh, who had that dad that that dance show and um, who's that one actor who did the whole Janet Jackson thing? Oh, uh, on the the little lip lip sync thing. Yeah, yeah. But, like yeah. the idea of where like years because like like oh uh, the dude did that. Yeah, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, is the idea of where you could have like because that because he maybe he was he was probably like maybe he was born around that era of Rhythm Nation, but the idea of where he could kind of do a Rhythm Nation cover and, like, you know, do it. And then, you know, generations, because that was 80, like, like literally 30 years ago. Th- or 30 uh, years. 89. 89 was 89. Rhythm Nation. Yeah. So yeah, it's so. it's weird where you could kind of do Rhythm Nation, like, 30 years later and have it still be something where um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So let's see. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Let's let's see how old he is to tell you how crazy the idea I, of I think he might be my age. Yeah, go you on. know, let's take a look. But yeah. like it's it's something where it's kinda crazy where, you know, somebody where a minor, eighty one. So somebody where 
like yeah. five years Puppy. old maybe, and like you know, baby ten, and to have that just be such an imprint where he could bring it back thirty years later and have it still be something like vibrant and be like special is fantastic. Yeah, and iconic because the second you see it, it's like oh shit. When I saw the, the little hat, I was like oh shit, I recognize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the cool thing about Janet coming back is like it it seems like she's like. You know, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't seem like she's trying to do this for like the money. Yes, <laughs> but that's the thing going back to the you legend know. thing, where it's like you have to act as if when Janet does it, it doesn't feel like it's like a cheap cash grab, like a lot of late career Madonna moves. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I I am just doing this for fun. Yeah, like yeah, I, and you get that, and actually maybe that's it too. You don't feel like it's she's trying. You don't feel like she's doing it because she has she yeah. has checks. Yeah, she's not trying to become the number one record. It's just like, oh, I like making music, so yeah. I'm still going to make music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, you know, I, I think of all kind of the negativity with Nikki and all, you know, just the passing of Aretha, like, it's kind of cool to see, like, this comeback story. Yeah. Like, it's cool to see, like, her coming back. You know, it took, that's like, what, 15 years? It took, like, a long yeah. time for her to, you know, get the will to kind of come back. Um, so I just want to shout her out. Like, you know, you know what's so funny, though? Yeah, I, I I wish this happened yesterday, and I, I I don't know if their people talked, but like Justin Timberlake would have gotten the black card back if he showed up with Janet Jackson last night. Oh MTV yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And 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 if Justin Timberlake showed up and like did a duet, and, you know, and, he would have got the black card back. And maybe the cruel thing is in 2018, who's more popping? <laughs> Definitely not Mr. Timberlake. Uh, again, he dropped an album this year. Yeah, <laughs> we keep forgetting. Yeah, man of the woods, and he's still in the woods. We keep we keep forgetting he's he dropped an there. album this year. You, you know? even tour behind that shit. Like, I've heard shit like about it. speak about somebody who needs like to to start bitching about album sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be out there on on Twitter, like that's gonna be awesome people. though. He's gonna, he's gonna start popping up. He's gonna have that tie dollar sign run. Where he's gonna be popping up all these rap singles. <laughs> that's actually not a bad lane for him, actually. No, I would, I would fuck with him. Like that, you know, that's saying? not a bad lane for him. Migos featuring Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Timberlake ex Playboy Cardi. <laughs> That might be a bad lane. <laughs> uh, but no, so yeah, no, it's, it's really cool to see Janet Jackson back. Um, I guess there's a new album out. I'm I'm trying to actually score. She's playing um, Global Citizen Fest, Festival in September. I'm trying to actually score some tickets for that because I'm like, she's on my bucket list. Um, apparently, her concerts have been really dope. Um, yeah, and that's, yeah, a friend of mine went to, I think it was this year or last year, the one, I think it was postponed. I can't remember what happened, but uh, top form. And it was cool about the concert is that she's not even doing... To go back where, like, like how she's staying current and not being current, she did, like, there was a part where she was doing, like, Cardi B. Oh, work. Yeah, like, like there's, like, doing the whole, like, doing dance moves and kind of half-rapping along with it. That's It's cool. something where it's kind of cool to kind of see. Like, I just miss, it's weird because it feels like in a lot of other genres that there's a there's a there's a passing of the torch from the old ones to the new ones. Yeah. And there's a respect that goes either way. Yeah. And it feels particularly in R and B and hip hop, it's a lot of this bickering and a lot of infighting. Yeah. Where like, you know, it's 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 something where you have these old rock stars doing songs with new rock stars. That's pretty much <laughs> the Grammy show basically. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get some old rock guys, put up some young rock guys. So it's it's kinda cool to kinda see this happen and like, you know, I'm I'm really I am amped for Janet to take over the world and fuck shit up. Yeah. In the fucking 2018 into 19. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Awesome shit. Cool. So, uh, so what do you listen to? What am I listening to? Not much. It's been a, it's been a banner, banner week for, uh, for basically sludge metal <laughs> and industrial <laughs> music. 
So I've listened to a lot of crazy shit. But uh, but what really caught my eye is uh, Mitski. Mm. So Mitski is kind of insane because, um, so long story short, single songwriter. Mm-hmm. Single songwriter, very old, 27. <laughs> has five albums. Wow. Um, the, the, pretty much all career acclaim, particularly the last three. Um, and uh, yeah, she dropped this basically another banger. And then this one had me a little bit on the fence because her, a lot of her other stuff was a little more. It's she dabbled a little bit of indie rock, a little bit of in folky, a little mm. bit of whatever, whatever. But it's, it's just well, well varied. This, this, but um, this one had a, you know, it was called "Be the Cowboy," so I was like, ah, oh, fuck, country mm. music. And then one of the singles came out, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, disco music. <laughs> but uh, it's still. A tribute to her talents is still well within her wheelhouse. And basically yeah. the way her albums come out is like she goes into the studio with a producer. They all play the instruments themselves. And they come out X amount of months later with this this album. And it's, it's kind of interesting because even though tonally it's a little different, you know, it's... You, and I can't even say that really tonally. It's just she's so talented where she could have a kind of fake country song yeah. and kind of have a fake disco song and still sound like Mitski. Yeah, and what's great about her is the fact of what her really strength is the fact that I want to make a horrible comparison. I'm gonna make this work. You ready? Uh oh. She reminds me of Jeremiah and the Dream in the way of where it's less about the lyrics, although she's got fantastic lyrics. It's more along the lines of where she just knows how to use melody. Okay. And the thing is with her is the fact of where. Since she's a little bit on the experimental side, the mm. melodies don't always stay the same. Yeah. But she's got something where she'll have a two-minute song. All her songs tend to be two minutes, no matter what genre she's kind of playing with. Yeah. And then it's just, she just knows how to kind of get those earworms, where it's things where easily it could fall off and kind of come meandery. But she just kind of hits it where it's just really just well-made pop music, where a lot of experimental pop people who listen to, like St. Vincent, yeah. it's a little bit too weird. It's like you're a little yeah. bit too off-kilter. I, yeah. I don't have a melody here to hum. I don't have anything to hear. Minsky's definitely able to do that with melody. Like, she never forget that she's still a pop singer. Yeah. On top of that, she's got great lyrics. Like, nobody fucks me like me. <laughs> 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 and in a song about this being lonely and shit, and it's about how, you know, maybe it's better to be single, it's a fucking fantastic line. So she's yeah. just fucking genius all around. So, I mean, it's another great album. It's another great banger. Um, just, you know, just props to her. And, and it's cool kind of singing... Just in general, what I like about her too is the fact that she, when she has to, she fucking rocks. Yeah. Like it's cool to kind of see going back to the whole Aretha Franklin thing, where you know, in a lot of more mainstream music circles, it's still tough being a woman. Yeah. So it's cool to have somebody like her, where you know, for the most part, it's, it's all in house. Yeah. She's she's just she's just dope by herself. Ain't there's no words in Svengali. There's no record label behind her. Yeah. There's no this. There's no that. She's just like she just makes. The, dope ass music and i remember reading an interview about her where they were like they asked her they're like oh you write all these sad songs about depression yada 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 mm-hmm. she kind of said this is like it's kind of insulting because you know like i went to school for this you know i'm yeah. a professional it's just yeah. like I, I i feel like it's weird where if, if it's a dude they treat that person differently i'm like oh he's writing these great characters these great love songs yeah where for me it's got to be something personal she's just like i'm just fucking dope and fucking <laughs> props to her yeah <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Cool. So what you listening to, man? So there's an artist called, uh, hopefully I'll butcher this name, Terza. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard of her. Yeah. So in 2013, she put out this EP called I'm Not Dancing, which is like completely just kind of like offbeat, 
just almost danceable music, but like she never, she's not on like the twos and fours. She's always on the ones and threes. (laughs) 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 And basically it's like, you know, your brain is always trained to to be on the twos and fours. So like pop music is always structured around like that four, four beat. And she's like, no, I want to be on the one and three. So it's like, it's definitely acquired taste. And it's one of those weird like EPs that I kept going back to, although I'm like, this is, this is like, t- like sounds like crap, but I kept listening to it. Um, so she just dropped a new album called Devotion. Yes, I actually heard about this. Yes, yes, which is like, I guess like it's, it's actually kind of interesting too because uh, her 2003 um, EP was just like more dance driven. Um, Remind me of uh, reminds me of like Yeji, um, yes, just kind of like you know dance driven, but like super hipster and detached. Um, you know, like, dance music for people who are too cool to dance. Yeah, it's called I'm Not Dancing. So there you go. <laughs> um, and this album, like she's she's like you know it's it's what like five years later, and she's trying to do this like like interesting pseudo alternative R and B lane. Um, which I actually thought was pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, everybody's kind of comparing her, this, like, this album to kind of, like, what FK Twigs is doing. Yeah, no, this, I've heard a lot of great things. Yeah, um, it, it's kind of in that, that, in, kind of in that lane in terms of, like, um, you know, just, like, sonic sound. Um, I, I would say it's, I think FK Twigs is a bit more melodic. Um, this is kind of like if FK Twigs... And King Cruel had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> a drunk, depressed baby who you know, broke up with another baby in nursery. Because um, it, it's, it's still kind of like, um, you know, it's still offbeat. And it's still like grating to the ears, I think, to a lot of people. But, uh, you know, I think she has some really cool tracks on here. Um, you know, there's... Like the devotion track, which is good, which is uh, kind of the title track. Fine again, which is really really amazing. Um, like you know, she it's, like she gets to actually have a lot of depth. It sounds like a different artist, but the same artist at the same time. Like yeah. she's like writing lyrics. She's actually you could tell like she's kind of like become an artist, and she's matured in like the past five years. Um, and it's a little bit more, it's definitely more accessible than like the EP that she dropped because now she's on Domino. So she's on an actual label. Um, you know, so it's, it's definitely, you could tell that she understands pop sensibility, but she's and there's, there's tracks that are like very kind of like pop like, but she's also going to take that right turn. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's. There was a. I read an interview actually. So she's because um, now she's got a, the major label Domino money behind her. <laughs> so she's been doing press, and it was interesting because apparently of her, like she's classically trained. Yeah. So there's a period of time where she kind of like zigged and zagged, and I, and I think she wasn't she didn't stay in the vision like field all the time. But then the, her one collaborator, um, and I forget her name, like they make the songs together, and yes. like she kind of stayed. Always, Micah Levi. Micah Levi. Well, so apparently they're like like friends from like grade school and shit. Yeah. So like they've been musicians forever. Yeah. And then so it is once the blue moon, like and like while Michael Levi still kinda of stayed in music, she kinda of zigs and zags. So those come together and it's kinda of makes stuff. So I think it's something where you kinda of said how she's able to kinda of play in those paradigms, whereas like I'll just do it on the one and threes. I'll, yeah. I'll zig and yeah. zag. It's because if you've kinda of, I won't say that this is that training, but if you've mastered the craft so much, yeah. you could fuck with it. 
and yeah. know how to fucking like stick to the landing. Yeah. And it's kind of cool that people are kind of still out there doing off kilter shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah, shouts to Michael Levi. Like it's cool to kind of see like a female producer out there. Yeah, awesome. Um kind of doing doing their thing. Um and yeah, it, it, you could it, it's and I guess like Michael Levi produced the EP like back in the day too. So it's actually kind of interesting to see both of them grow. Both of them grow and yeah. evolve and like you know, I don't know whose idea was it to kind of do like Maybe with dominoes, like you gotta do something more pop accessible, and like they're like, okay, cool, challenge accepted. <laughs> we'll <laughs> like, put it on the one and three. We're still gonna be on the one and three. So. Off kilter here. <laughs> and... You don't know who you sign, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's, it's it's a really cool project. Um, like I say, if if you if if I guess this is how I'm introducing all these artists now because there's artists, like, there's we have listeners who are, who are maybe not. As familiar with some of these artists, but if you like FKA Twigs and if you like King Cruel and you want them to have a baby, it like it's like if those two names have piqued your interest, then I think you like this project. Ah, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird looking baby though. Yeah, maybe it could be a sexy, sexy King, cute King, baby. King Cruel. I mean, he got a little. He's got a. He's got a. It, it'd be. It'd be. Hopefully it'd have Queen Cruel's voice and FKA Twigs looks. If it's the if it's the inverse, <laughs> we're all doomed. <laughs> we're all doomed. And on that note. <laughs> so what else are you listening to? Oh, oh, damn. Anything? Uh you know what's so funny? Like, um I was I didn't have anything queued up. Well but I no, no, no. shoot. No, I I don't like I don't know this artist's name. I, I, maybe I'll talk about them next week. So I'm switching over from Apple Music to Spotify because I'm realizing like, realizing that like I don't know what it is about Apple Music, but the the music discovery stinks. Like they're just recommending like some random ass trap rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> I mean, I got a random ass trap rapper I've listened to a lot of, and it's, it's interesting. It's uh, 21 Savage's cousin. <laughs> Young Nudie. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear, hear me out. This is, just, this is the problem. Yeah, hear me out. <laughs> but. <laughs> Young Nudie. I, I think we've kind of hit the age of where, so like as a hip hop fan, I have to admit it, it's, it's always been more a production for me. And and I think that we're in a, a place where a lot of rap trap producers aren't just going by, uh, they aren't just going by like the trap drums. And I mean, they are obviously, yeah. you're like, even Ariana Grande was talking about, I forget what she described the album. She was like, it's songs about heartbreak over trap drums you know it's the stuff where so it's become a cliche but yeah. I, I think now from trap they're experimenting a lot with and um going back to playboy cardi i think one of the big successes of why i think it's one of my favorite records of the year so far is because even though he's very extremely limited as far as an mc is concerned the production's spectacular yeah somebody with travis i think if astroworld is somebody where even though it's not necessarily all trap, he's somebody where he's able to kind of take those the basic you know ideas of it and just layer all this beautiful production around it. Yeah. With Young Nudie, somebody where, ironically enough, when he first came out, he shared the same producer as Playboy Cardi, Pierre Leborn. Yeah. Um, this record uses some Pierre Leborn tracks with a lot of other upcoming Atlanta producers. Mm -hmm. But what's great about it is again, 
is trap music, but not necessarily trap. There's acoustic guitars, there's weird strings, there's weird everything. Cool. It's that's it's cool. something where and it's not even just heavy. The beats are just fucking weird. Yeah. Like if I ever played you these beats now, you'd be like, All right, this is cool, but where do I go? Like this is yeah. not there's nothing here where I want to kind of go up there and go nuts. The positive, the way it kind of helps these, a lot of these rappers is because they aren't necessarily talented. They can kind of go with their freestyle and it sounds kind of interesting because the beat's interesting. Yeah. But um, but going back to the idea of where, like, you know, it is kind of cool to kind of see, like, not necessarily all these young face tattooed rappers coming out, but also just... Uh, the, the evolution of trap production, where it's That's not cool. just like, you know, let me take this this Lex Luger ass, you know, bass sample, play something simple on the keys, and just put fucking crazy hi hats <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I mean, <laughs> don't get mad at I, my I was, trap excursions. I was just going to say, Stone. Like, I was literally like, oh, Apple Music is a rapper is recommending like some dudes, like brothers, sisters. Cousins, <laughs> and, and they babysitter, and, and, and there you have it. So look, um, goddammit, sh- shout outs to you know nepotism out there. Put your people on, you know, what I'm saying no more weeds. Put up, put your cousin on, you know, what I'm saying no, y'all be putting man, your weed you smokers know, on there, we like, rollers. Hey, like you know let's, let's 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 get this paper. <laughs> let's get this paper. Yep, yep, yeah. But uh, I think on that note, on that note. Until next time, people. Remember, you know if, you, if your cousin out there makes beats, you know what I'm saying? Y'all became famous, put them on. Put her on, you know what I'm saying? Put her on. Yo, yo goddamn young thug, speaking of the devil, had his sisters, like a couple tracks on the album. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? He got, he can't, he can't, it's out there. It's not just for, you know. Yeah, you know, you got to share the wealth. You know, it's just like, you know, make sure America has Harvard. We've got, you know, rap mixtapes. You know, <laughs> share the love. <laughs> Get your people inside this, into the industry. <laughs> And as usual, guys, you know where to find us on these interwebs. That's right. Holler, thanks for supporting. We'll see you next time. Peace.